Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. Myself, TJ Pinger, alongside Richie Barnes. We are uh, we're early today. We're we're four o'clock. This doesn't happen super often. Um, Richie, how's your weekend been? How you doing? Good man. Uh, you know, just had a nice relaxing day yesterday, um, and then you know today had my mom over to the house for lunch. So it's nice to see her. She just got her second dose of the vaccine, so she's feeling eager to get out in the world. So uh, always good spending time with her. Uh, so me and the wife cooked dinner. And uh, ready to talk some Florida State. You know, yesterday wasn't great from a Florida State standpoint. The, the whole weekend wasn't great unless, you know, for our ladies teams that luckily carried the program. But how about you, man? Pretty good. Um, we went to Disney yesterday. I had a great time there. Um, but, yeah, not the best not the best Florida State weekend. But hopefully we'll rebound and have a better better one next week. Um, what uh, – what did you cook? Like I see your steaks and stuff all the time that you like. So what did you make? Like, don't let me down here. Like, no. So we, we um, my job was I made a chicken Italian sausage. The wife made a nice little pasta with a block of feta cheese, something she saw online. It, it came out really good, actually. So I, I think my mom was probably appreciative because I'm normally a red meat guy on Sundays. And I know she does not like red meat that much. Mm, gotcha. Uh, so the wife came through in the clutch with a, a really good meal. All I had to do was make sausage and uh, Texas toast. Love it. Love it. Um, dude, it is cool. Like when you get a little older and you start, all right, this has nothing to do with the show, but it, you like start cooking <laughs> for your parents and stuff like that. And they're like super yeah. appreciative. And then like when you just knock something out of the park and they're like flipping out over it. Uh, when you sent me that um, prime rib recipe, uh, yeah. which takes no effort at all, guys, it's the yeah. easiest thing that you can ever do. Richie will post this later, but like excellent, excellent prime rib takes no effort at all. It's fantastic. My parents like raved about that for weeks. Like it was so, and I'm telling you, so so easy. Um, but anyway, yeah, it feels good. Like when you can take. So that your- was actually that was actually my plan of what I wanted to make today. But um, that we we didn't get to the store yesterday, and that you need to that primer vest to sit out for like five hours to get room temperature, and there's no yeah. way we could have pulled it off. So I'm like, all right, we'll we'll pivot, and it, it worked out nice. So you you were gonna make prime rib for your mom, even though she doesn't like red meat. Like that's how much you well, she, she loves it when I make it. Okay, uh, right. I'm sure for Easter we'll probably make you know a lamb roast, and she'll come over and she loves that. So all good, good though. It'll be good stuff. Um. Double fries, no slaw. Brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. Appreciate them. Had some, have been, have been, have had, have had. My goodness, this is live, so I won't edit it back. But have had some good conversations with them uh, here recently. Probably going to have a giveaway uh, with them here, not only soon but often. Going to have some things going on with them. There are two locations: eighteen eighteen West Tennessee Street, twenty five fifty North Monroe. Go hit them up. There's also uh, there's locations popping up everywhere. We've got locations in Atlanta. They've got locations. There's one like right across from Clemson there in South Carolina. Like go check them out. Kind of know wherever um, wherever you are that's close to them. Obviously, they're founded in Alabama, so a ton there. I don't know how many people in Alabama listen to uh, Florida State podcasts, though. So, um Richie, just jumping right into it. We're going to be quick this week. We're going to kind of go around the horn to steal from the Four Letter Networks um, show and talk some FSU sports, going to basically hit on about everything here and then wrap it up and get out of here. We're going early because I'm taking my wife out to dinner tonight. Our anniversary is tomorrow, uh, but we're going out tonight um, to Charlie's. So that'll be fun. We're talking about red meat. So that'll be uh, 
a nice dinner out. No kids. We took kids out for Valentine's Day, but we are dropping them off at the grandparents. Is Burns cold? You know, we we went to Burns twice at the end of 2020, so we just kind of wanted something a little bit different. We got you. We um, but no, we definitely could have. It's it's a little easier to get in because people aren't like they're still full, but you know, it's easier to get in. Um, yeah, we we said we tried Charlie's. Um, it's been a little over a year and a half since we've been there. So anyway, spring football starts next week uh, for FSU. We'll start with football. Football is obviously what a lot of people care about. Not a lot of FSU news outside of that. Um, spring football, though, starting. Excited to see, you know, the reports that come out um, about Milton. Saw him on the timeline. I saw Logan's video of no game day. I saw that. He was squatting about 300 pounds. Seems like a good thing for a quarterback or anyone that's had a um, complete reconstruction of their leg. Um, who else? Milton's the obvious answer, but who are you excited to see uh, from on both sides of the ball when spring rolls around? Yeah, man, for me, it's a, I'm, I'm really intrigued with all of our transfers, right? Uh, Jamie Robinson at safety, uh, Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end, watching him get after it, Kier Thomas. You know, all the transfers really that are on campus. Um, obviously, we don't have Parchman yet from Kansas. Uh, he will not be partaking in spring ball, but I, I'm excited to see the transfers um, and, and what they can bring. You know, Adam Fuller, he's kind of on the hot seat entering the season, but he's got a lot of help on the way of experience proven SEC help, which is a huge deal. We had the defensive back from Arkansas, uh, McClellan, and a lot of those guys. And I want to see, you know, some other guys that didn't really play much this year like a Ja'Kai Douglas, a Corey Wren that, you know, have elite all-world speed, um, how do they look? So, obviously, it, it'll be interesting to see what Florida State gives us as far as content goes. But, you know, and as you mentioned, Milton's the obvious one, right? And I thought what was most impressive, you mentioned that video that Logan posted of him doing the squats. Uh, he didn't have a knee brace on while he was doing that, which I thought was a pretty big deal because that shows both, the, you know, his doctors and he trust the rehab process. And it, it, it'll be a lot of fun. And, you know, something Florida fans can't say is to see their new fancy transfer because he decided to leave after like a week. I uh, was hoping that you would um, find a way to get a shot in there, and I'm very proud of you for getting it done. Um, Eric Gilbert, the uh, yeah. fi- former five-star tight end from LSU that had decided that he was going to uh, join the Florida Gators, uh, announced that he will not uh, be attending UF and will – uh, be announcing his final decision when he enrolls uh, on and steps onto campus. So um, good news, good decision for him, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, I we don't him following Kyle Pitts, man. That's just not fair. Yeah, I would assume that he saw that, you know, the, the greatest tight end season in, in UF history, the most prolific offense in UF history, just kind of finished eight and four and, and probably decided to make a, a, a better decision than, than going uh, there. So good decision. For him, uh, speaking of recruiting, um, Florida State's number one commit for the 2022 class, Travis Hunter, got his fifth star last week. Uh, number three overall player for 247, certainly the bell cow of the class. I mean, in, in one of the top players in the entire nation, right? So exciting for him. You know, we've talked about this, but if Florida State can just find a way to win some games this year, uh, which it all kind of plays into it. They're going to pick up more guys. Now you're not going to pick up a ton of guys, you know, that high all the time. But man, what a what an accomplishment for him to pick up that fifth star. 
And that's the the great thing about Florida State. You know, we've had it feels like a decade of down years, but it's only been three. But at the same time, it, they've built enough cachet from the you know late eighties up till you know today to where you can have a player like that who was all null. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to Florida State. I've seen them at the pinnacle. I want to help get them back there. And uh, you know, he could go anywhere in the country. Alabama, Georgia, they're all calling for him. Say, hey man, did, why are you going to Florida State? We come here, win a national championship. But he's he grew up a diehard Noel fan. His whole family is diehard Noel fans. And like you said, number three in the country on the 247 rankings. He's number four in the composite. Uh, you know, rivals, I don't know what they're doing. They have not sided the top 10, but that's that's just pathetic. But that man, he is just crushing it. it. You know, he had a big week uh two weeks ago at the seven on seven camp playing receiver and cornerback. So I, I'm excited. There's a lot of debate from uh, Florida State fans, it seems that should we put him at receiver or corner? I think the easy answer, you got to keep that corner, let him return kicks, let him return punts, and put some packages for him on offense. But it, you got a guy that talented and you could lock down half the field on the other side of the ball. I think you have to play him there, right? I don't know. Can you play both ways? Can we put some packages, like you said, put some packages in on offense? I, you know, yeah, I mean, the only arg- – well, there are arguments, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll have a debate episode on this. Um at some point, but you know, the, the idea of just like stellar rock star defenses anymore is just not a thing, yeah, right? True. Like you, you play college football to outscore the other team, at least now. Now does that start to flip back after a couple of years with defense down this year because of the pandemic or, or whatever, you know? So that would be, I think the greatest argument for it in, in my opinion is it's easier in, in Mike's offense to win – or I'm sorry, with, with Mike's system to probably win with offense and considering the landscape of college football. So if that's the case, maybe you do consider him on that side of the ball. But either way, I mean, just a guy that is going to make a massive difference one way or the other. And like you said, yeah, if you if you throw him in a cornerback and then have some, have some packages for him on the offense too, I mean – yeah, I don't know how realistic that is or not. I mean, it sounds good here. It, it plays well on NCAA 14, but uh, I don't know how how realistic it is. But we'll see. I mean, what, what, a, good, what a good problem, problem to have. have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Well, man, we've been doing this too long, TJ. But yeah. Seriously, like if, if you have one of the top three players in the entire country committed to you and you're like, well, should we play him at offense, defense both ways? I mean, every school would love to have that kind of issue when it comes to evaluating a uh, guy that's committed to them right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. We'll have to debate it again at times. We'll have to get some people on here to talk about it. Uh, we may have a guest next week that we yeah. can talk about that with a little bit. But, um, yeah, no, I think that, like you said, great, great problem to have. Um, all right. Now for my favorite part of the show, we're going to get off of football. Favorite part of the show this, this segment starts out really, really strong. It kind of tails off at the end, but Richie brings it back up. I've already seen this. I've already watched it. It's really good again this week. Um, without further ado, Richie Barnes' Basketball Minute. Riding a three-game win streak, the Tribe took to the road, traveling to the University of Coral Gables for a rivalry game that has been awfully one-sided as of late. The Hurricanes came out in Cat 5 fashion, taking an early 4-2 lead over the Knolls, but that would be the last time the Canes would be on the right side of the scoreboard. From there, the Seminoles would storm back to the tune of a 19-2 run, capped off by a Scotty Pippen Barnes jumper, leaving Miami mystified. If it wasn't already clear to the U, things were not going as the way when Big 
Balsa Kuprabicha stole the ball, went coast to coast, and finished with the ease at the rim. The Tribe would take a three-touchdown lead to the half, up 49-28. to The second half was nothing more than a formality, as the outcome in this one was never in doubt. Down 18 points, Miami's Isaiah Wong decided it was time to make a statement, driving to the hole and looking to put Raekwon Gray on a poster. But the outcome would be less than ideal for Wong getting stuffed at the rim and throwing into last Tuesday. But the star of this show was the sensational Sadar Calhoun stepping up in the absence of MJ Walker and leading the hand bones with 16 points, connecting on 7 of 9 from the floor, ensuring a sighting of the classless Caucasians late. Knowles 88 to U71 and 7 in a row. Then on Saturday, the Tribe took to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Heel 78, Knowles 70. Despite the minor setback on Tobacco Road, the Seminoles remain in first place of the ACC with two games left to play, hosting Boston College Wednesday night before traveling to South Bend, Indiana this weekend. Florida State 1-1 one one on the week remains in first place. Uh, of the ACC because of percentage points. Um, records are all kind of weird and messed up this year because of cancellations and reschedules and postponements and things. Um, great game on Wednesday night. Never in doubt. Miami's pathetic and terrible. Um, so, you know, awesome to to beat them as always. Very expected. And then yesterday started out well. Thought the first half was good. Um, I was walking to the car from Disney, looked down at my phone, and, and what do we leave by Six or eight at the half. I don't know. You, you probably yeah, know. We had a 16-point lead at one point in the first yeah. half. So looked down, saw we were up big, looked at Karen. I was like, oh, great, great stuff. We're going 2-0. <laughs> we'll be top 10 next week. Uh, and then I got back in the car after loading everybody up and everything, and I looked, and we were like, down, you know, second half, it just started, and we were down, like only like two or four or something. So I was like, ah, oh, plenty of time, but just could not complete the comeback late. Um, everything we missed free throws to turnovers to mistakes – um, to just let UNC hit a, a few too many shots, some rebounding issues. So uh, really just everything that could go wrong in the second half did. And thus, <laughs> Florida State wasn't able to win in Chapel Hill. Road ACC wins are really tough. Road yeah. ACC wins against Blue Bloods that have an insane amount of talent are tough. UNC is not a great, great team by any means this year, but you have to play better than we did to, to get a win, and we didn't. I watched the highlights again this morning and, and so watched a lot of the second half on my phone as we – as my wife drove before I get canceled, but uh, yeah, not the not the most fun performance there. But oh, if the Weavers win two more games and, and yeah. we win the ACC, um, I think it's important to win the ACC. Nobody knows what's going to happen with the ACC tournament uh, this this year. I think the women's tournament happening this week, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, will be a good indicator. Uh, but nobody knows what's going to happen with the ACC tournament. The main tournament or anything else. So we need to win these last two games and, and win this uh, conference because that's the only thing we can theoretically uh, control as long as these next two games go off. Um, BC is really, really bad. They have four wins on the year. Notre Dame is a very average team. But again, uh, a road game in the ACC in South Bend is not going to be easy. It's also going to be the pressure of winning the ACC and I'm sure there's nothing Notre Dame would love more than to play spoiler there. But two wins that should happen this week. Florida State should win both those games, certainly the BC game, and then they should beat Notre Dame as well. Obviously a loss by UVA in either of their last two games, which I think they have Miami and Louisville to finish up with, would 
clinch it for FSU as well. I can't see them losing to Miami, maybe Louisville, um, but I don't want to win it because you. I mean, I'll take it. I would I would take the ACC by virtue of them losing, but I don't want to lose or I don't want to win it because they lose. I just want to win our next two games and uh, and finish out the season two and zero. Um, do you think we do it? Do you think we win these next two games? Yeah, I mean, I mean, real quick, going back to the Saturday's game against North Carolina, you know, that's just it, it could not have started out any better. And it, I think the first half was a much more you know better representation of what these two teams are when Florida State kind of dominated. Uh, but then North Carolina, they played well above their their level, man. They they're a sixty five percent team on the year from the line. They shot ninety percent yesterday. That's the difference right there. If they shoot their average, we're going to overtime, or it's a one possession game on you know the last you know ten seconds. So North Carolina, credit to them. They had some guys step up. They they played really well. They got down and fought back. I think it was the first game of the year where they were actually allowed to have fans there. The governor of North Carolina just allowed. Uh, fans at sporting events and you know it, it wasn't many but it does make a difference and you know hats off to Carolina it was a great win for Roy Williams uh and, and shout out to Roy Williams at the post-game press conference the very first thing he said before he took any questions was Leonard Hamilton needs to be in the Hall of Fame and we could not agree more on this show we had him on here a few weeks ago he, he deserves to be in there and he will um but to answer your question we'll probably be favored by like 14 against Boston College and then it, Notre Dame, you know, it's a tough place to play. Just any, like you said, any road game in the ACC is tough, but they should win that game. And if they do, you know, I believe that's Saturday night. I'll be on a bachelor party this weekend, so <laughs> I, I got to find a way to put that in there. But, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hustle to put together my second straight ACC championship basketball minute. I know the last one was on the roll cast and on this show, but I, I cannot wait to do it for this one. I do think we uh, take care of business. It helps to have – you know, Ham, Stan Jones, Coach CY, um, all those guys who won it last year against Boston College at home. Uh, so it's for those to be one of the two teams we closed it out with, I'm excited. But I I think we do it. Uh, nothing's a given, especially this year. It's it's really funky. We saw some weird upsets today. You know, Villanova lost a weird game. Um, so I'm just excited. Butler upset. Yeah, but was it Villanova? Either yeah, way. Yeah, that was the game. Yeah, yeah, so that – and Butler's not good this year. It's not like the Butler from, uh, you know – 10 years 2008. Ago. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's exciting, man. I, I think we're going to do it. Um, and with the best part, we don't need any help. Like we have two games. We're in the driver's seat. We don't need a loss. Just win these two and get it done. And I think we get it done and you know, it, we'll see what happens from there. But I think we're looking at, you know, most likely a three, four seed uh, could potentially get up to a two seed if you win the out and win the ACC tournament. But I'm just excited. I, I'm more worried about our bracket, who we draw at this point, than anything else because we know we're in the dance, and I'm excited to be back. And man, it's going to be wild. Yeah, Florida State plays Wednesday night at 9 p.m. against BC. Oh. Hate to count your chickens, but that should be a win. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday they play at noon uh, at Notre Dame. So think I, I like that it's not a night game. I like the noon start. UVA for those keeping track. At home, they play Miami tomorrow night, 6 p.m., and then they play Louisville uh, Saturday at 4. Hopefully, when they're playing that Louisville game, it is a meaningless game for yeah. them. Um, so, Florida State basketball, we're continuing around the horn here. Um, Florida State softball, we had um, Coach Almeida on last week. They swept the weekend, 2-0 and against Florida Gulf Coast, 1-0 and against Southeastern Louisiana this weekend, going 3-0. and um, 
I told her she had a little pressure on her after coming on the show because everybody else like comes off the show and, and does great things. So uh, it continues. They play. We talked with her about this. They play UF this weekend on Friday and Saturday, uh, Friday in Gainesville, Saturday in Tallahassee. Um, kind of a fun back to back there. Logistics are kind of weird with that due to COVID, but a uh, little two game weekend series. Hopefully we can go two and zero there. Um, women's hoops. Finishes the regular season with a win. I just got the notification that Coach Brooke just retweeted us. We had her, obviously, on a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, they're currently the sixth seed in the ACC. Obviously, there are games still happening, so this could get shuffled a little bit, but they will probably play Clemson, who is currently the 11th seed in the first round of the ACC, uh, and then potentially number three, Georgia Tech after that. But again, kind of all just projecting it since there are games going on right now. Uh, and like I said, I think that women's basketball tournament in the ACC is going to dictate, kind of predict how things look for the men's tournament uh, the next week. So hopefully everything kind of goes off without a hitch there. Um, I, did you catch any softball or basketball this weekend uh, for the ladies, Richie? Uh, Richie just dropped out of here, so I'll carry us uh, through and just keep going to keep going to baseball. I don't know where Richie went. Uh, baseball. We'll go around the horn here, and then we'll we'll finish up the show. We told you this would be a quick one, 20, 30 minutes, and get out of here so that I can go to dinner. But baseball struggled to start the weekend, uh, lost their first two games against Pittsburgh, struggled to start this game, started out uh, down 3 to nothing today, tied it up 3-3 when I wrote the outline, and then the last update that I saw, Florida State led um, – what was the score? Florida State led seven to three. The last that I saw in the bottom of the sixth, uh, and believe that is moved on even farther to the seventh or eighth now at this point. But uh, I'm not not watching because we're on here, obviously. So hopefully we get Richie back soon. There he is. He's got to upgrade that Cromarty internet, so he's not dropping <laughs> off in the middle of things. But I went around the horn. I finished up with baseball. Um, they, like I just told the people. Richie, I'll update you as well since you weren't on here. But now they're up. They they were down three nothing to start this game. Now up seven to three, uh, late in the game. They play Mercer it's good to hear, Yeah, finally an ACC win after struggling for the first two against Pitt. Uh, they play Mercer on Tuesday, UVA this weekend, so they can kind of get back on the right track. Hopefully with a win today and kind of improve and keep things going in the right direction after that. Um, yeah, and it's it's early, so like it, no need to push the panic button. The the only alarming thing to me, man, I think they had like thirty five strikeouts in two games between Friday and Saturday. Um, but again, it, it's been a weird preseason. They haven't been able to do everything the way they would like to. So uh, I'm not concerned yet. You know, we still have a great pitching staff. Uh, just got to get the bats going a little bit and clean up. You know, make sure just pick up the ball and and get these guys out. Uh, so, again, not overly concerned. It's super early baseball. They're, I think they're playing 40-something games this year as opposed to what they normally would play. But, you know, unfortunate. But like you mentioned, shout-out to Coach Brooke. Big win for women's hoops. Uh, great win for softball, uh, taking the series this weekend. Um, a lot of good things going on outside of uh, our basketball team. Basketball team still in a great position to, oh, yeah, big uh, time, like you big said, win the, win the conference. Um and so hopefully we see that. You know, you know this week. You know, Florida State fans are are officially spoiled when we're like, man, I can't believe we lost at North Carolina. That that's a game we should have won because twenty years ago, that's something none of us Florida State fans ever would have said. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, and and it's fun to watch 
I mean, it's fun to watch basically all of the sports dominate. I'm, I'm ready to see football do yeah. that again soon, uh, which we all are ready for. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all. We wanted to go around the horn real quick, talk a little bit about what has happened at Florida State the last week. Quick, quick listen. Uh, if you're watching this, if you could share it, if you're listening to it, if you could uh, tag us in a post on iTunes, let us or on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, wherever. Share this with your friends. We appreciate it. Um, and we look forward to continuing to be back with you guys every week. Quicker episode again this week, but um, wanted to give you an update on what's going on around the horn there. Uh, Richie, do you have any shout outs? I heard you're going to a bachelor party this weekend. You said, what, what's, what's going on? What, what kind of shout outs you got this week? Yeah, I'll, I'll save that for next weekend. Good buddy, Cody, getting married, uh, you know, UF grad, unfortunately, but I'm excited to be in his wedding and plan the bachelor party. Um, shout out Tiger Woods, man. Obviously bad car accident this week, still in the hospital. Hopefully he'll be sent home soon. And I thought it was really cool. A lot of the golfers, uh, Tony Finau, um, Rory, uh, a lot of the guys wearing black and red today at the WCG, WGC championship that Brooks Kepka is within three strokes right now, but he he's not getting the putts he needs. But, you know, shout out Tiger. He's probably my favorite athlete of all time uh, since growing up. Just always been a fan of his. So I hate seeing that car accident um, and uh, just hope he gets better. And I love seeing all the black and red on the tour tonight. Really, really cool. Um, as I was scrolling the timeline earlier, um, to see everybody wearing the black and red. I think I'll wear black and red tonight when I go out, just in honor of Tiger. And I don't think anybody's going to confuse me but with a PGA player, but I'm going to try it anyway. Um, put on a black hat and see if my wife yells at me. For, <laughs> Babe, it's for Tiger. I mean, our anniversary. For a hat to a nice steakhouse, yeah. Yeah, they tell me to take it off, and I'm like, it's for Tiger. Come on, please. Um, I don't know that I have. Shout out my wife. Yeah, our seventh anniversary tomorrow. Um, you don't want to miss that one. I mean, she doesn't listen, so. <laughs> but uh, shout out Kara, seventh anniversary tomorrow. Um, Congrats! So that's, a, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. Um, so excited to excited to go out. We're dropping the kids off at my in laws and then going out. So that'll be fun. Um, and then we're kid free tomorrow for our anniversary. So that's fun too. Um, so shout out her. Uh, I have I've talked about this a little bit here and there on this show, but shout out um, to, I have a new podcast that's coming out on Tuesday. Uh, it's called bourbon on a budget. If you're in any kind of whiskey, bourbon, rye, we're not doing so much scotch, but if you're in any of that stuff or want to get into it, uh, check out bourbon on a budget. You can go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, all of those bourbon on a budget comes out first episode. Uh, we taped it two weeks ago. So we're a couple weeks delayed. Um, and getting it out intentionally, the content's kind of evergreen. It's not like sports where you have to talk about it and release it right away. So we wanted to get a few under our belt. We're releasing the first one on Tuesday. So check that out. Shout out to Brennan Sinone of Knowles 247 and my buddy Ben Cock, uh, who I graduated with. We've had some fun on the first couple of episodes. I'm so excited to get that one out Tuesday morning. Uh, I'll retweet it from the pod account here. Um, I picked the song last week, Richie. This one is on you. So I thought this might be coming. Um, I'm going to throw this back. It's a little, a it's, it's pretty obvious. Like who, you know, it's just yeah. going to go back. I, I'm going to throw it back a little bit. Cause I was looking actually today for like uh, songs that reference Tiger Woods. So give me a uh, Kanye. So appalled, you know, he's got a really good Tiger reference in there. So appalled. All right, let's do it. We will see you next week. Next week should be 
unless something crazy happens next week, should be our normal time on Sunday evening. I know we went three straight Mondays, and then now we're on a Sunday afternoon. Should be normal time next Sunday evening, 7, 8 o'clock, somewhere around there. Uh, I've got a guest most of the way locked up, but a pretty good recruiting insider yeah. that's – that's not that's a national guy. It's not like one of our local Tallahassee guys that we hear from all the time. Uh, excited to hear his thoughts on Norvell, the team, the program in general, and then where we're at in recruiting. So uh, we will see you guys next week. If you could share again, retweet, share, like, uh, put this in group messages with your friends. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, Double Fries Pod. We'd appreciate it. Until next time, go Noles. One hand in the air, if you don't really care. Two hands in the air, if you don't really care. It's like that sometimes, I mean ridiculous. It's like that sometimes, it should be ridiculous. One hand in the air, if you don't really care. Middle finger in the air, if you don't really care. It's like that sometimes, man, ridiculous. Life can be sometimes ridiculous. I'm so tall, spawning, bald, bald, and Donald Trump taking dollars from y'all. Baby, you're fired. Your girlfriend hired But if you don't mind I'ma keep you on call We above the law We don't give a fuck about y'all I got dogs that'll chew a fucking hole through the wall But since they all love us I need more rubbers And if I don't use rubbers Need more covers Housekeeping I mean goddamn one time Let it be a bad bitch sweeping That know we get O's like Tibios That know because they seen us in the videos That know the day that you play me it be the same day MTV play videos That was a little joke Voila Praises due to the most high Allah Praises due to the most fly Prada Baby I'm magic Tada Address me as your highness High as united 30,000 feet up And you were not invited Niggas be writing bullshit Like they gotta work Niggas going through real shit Man they out of work That's why another goddamn dance track Gotta hurt That's why I'd rather spit something That got a perp Champagne wishes 30 white bitches I mean the shit is Fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous I mean the shit is Fucking ridiculous Five star dishes Different exotic fishes Man this shit is Fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous should I begin this? I'm just so offended. How am I even mentioned by all these fucking beginners? I'm so appalled. I might buy them all just to show niggas how much more I have in store. I'm fresher than you all, so I don't have to pause. All of y'all can suck my balls through my drawers. Dark night feeling. Die, you be a hero. I live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I went from the favorite to the most hated. But would you rather be underpaid or overrated? More victories is for minor league coaches. And yeah, already told you we major, you cockroaches. cockroaches Show me where the boats is, Ferrari test the roasters The hammer went broke, so you know I'm more focused I lost 30 mil, so I spent another 30 Cause unlike hammer, 30 million can't hurt me Fucking insane, what the fuck am I saying? Not only am I fly, I'm fucking not playing All these little bitches, too big for their bridges Burning their little bridges, fucking ridiculous Champagne wishes, 30 white bitches I mean the shit is fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous. I mean, the shit is fucking ridiculous. Five star dishes, different exotic fishes. Man, the shit is fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Success is what you make it. Take it how it come. A half a million twenties, like a billion where I'm from. An arrogant drug dealer, the legend I've become. CNN said I'll be dead by 21.
Blackjack, I just pulled an aces You looking at the king in his face Everything I dream, motherfuckers I'm watching it take shape Watching you, I'm just a young rich nigga that lacks faith Range road, leather roof Love war, fuck a truth Still move a bird like I'm in bed with mother goose Them hoes coming in a baker's dozen Claiming they was with me when they know they really wasn't I keep the city's best Never said she was the brightest So if you had a two, it don't affect me in the slightest I never met a bitch that didn't need a little guidance So I dismiss her past until she disappoints your highness, your highness. I speak the gospel, hostile Tony doing time for what he did to nostrils Paranoid mind, I'm still under the watchful Eye of the law, aspire for more Them kilos came, we gave you Bobby Brown jaw Flaws ain't flaws when it's you that makes a call Flow similar to the legends of the falls Spilling, I own you all you all. Yeah. If you don't really care, two hands in the air. If you don't really care, it's like that sometimes. I mean, ridiculous. It's like that sometimes. It's shit ridiculous. One hand in the air. If you don't really care, middle finger in the air. If you don't really care, it's like that sometimes, man. Ridiculous. Life can be sometimes ridiculous. Huh? Huh. I am so outrageous. outrageous. I wear my pride on my sleeve like a bracelet. If God had an iPod, I'd be on this playlist. My praise is amazing. The faces and places, the favorite. Huh. My cup overrun up with hundreds. Dummy, damn, it's hard out for me to waste it. The new commandment, thou should not hate, kid. My movement is like the civil rights. I'm Ralph David. Ralph David. Abernathy. So call my lady Rosa Parks. I am nothing like the niggas, baby, those are marks. I met this girl on Valentine's Day. Fuck the remains. She found out about April, so she chose to march <laughs> Damn, another broken heart I keep bitches by the twos, nigga, Noah's all I got a seven on me, I call my Joe Lamar Plus a Trojan in my pocket, Matt Liner <laughs> G-A-T in the Pathfinder Cause you haters got PhDs Y'all just some major haters and some math minors Tiger Woods don't make me grab iron Hey yo, champagne wishes and dirty white bitches You know the shit is fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous, you know the shit is fucking ridiculous. Cars for the missus and furs for the mistress You know that shit is fucking ridiculous Fucking ridiculous, you know the shit is fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous Fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous Fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous Fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous Life